Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Welcome to the Think Unbroken podcast. I'm your host, Michael Unbroken, and this podcast is about helping trauma survivors let go of the past, overcome their fear, discover their identity, become the hero of their own story, and ultimately to be 
Unbroken. Our goal in company is to bring on guests and experts in the fields of mental, physical, and psychological health to help you overcome the past, to take back your power. And in this podcast, we are unedited and unfiltered, and we're going to give it to you real so that you can start to create massive change in your life. If you're curious about learning more outside the podcast, you can get a free copy of my book, Think Unbroken, at book.thinkunbroken.com. That's book.thinkunbroken.com, where you can get a copy of my number one bestselling book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. The most important thing that you can ever do my friends is show up for yourself and that's where you are today and i appreciate you i have massive gratitude for you and without further ado let's get into the show we'll be right back to the show but before we do i'm going to take a moment and tell you about my new book unbroken man a man's guide to being the hero of their own story I sat down a few months ago and realized that there are so many men in the world that need guidance, that need support, that need to learn about trauma, removing themselves from toxic masculinity, breaking down the barriers to vulnerability, getting unstuck, and ultimately learning the tools to become the hero of their own story. Unbroken Man is available for pre-order right now if you go to men.thinkunbroken.com where you'll also get access to over $1,000 in bonuses, including the six-week in-depth trauma healing coaching app, which you'll get instant access to. I created Unbroken Man to be accessible to everyone around the world, but it is written for men from the guise of a man, and I hope that you will find it to be a practical tool on your healing journey in the same way that thousands of men around the world have. So check out men.thinkunbroken.com to pre-order, and until next time, be unbroken. And my definition, and you'll need to figure this out for yourself, but my definition for peace is I'm living life on my terms every single day and every single moment. And you'll battle with yourself. You're going to have the back and forth. It's a part of the human experience, but can you move towards it as much as humanly possible every single day, knowing that on a long enough timeline, you can have the life that you want to have. But can you define for yourself what it means to overcome trauma, to have that moment for yourself where you can feel at ease, where you can feel like life is on your terms? But the only way that I believe that you get there is through acknowledgement, choice, action, momentum, and patience. which I'm sure you've had the same experience, that negative self-talk, the negative self-belief, that shadow part of you that says, you're not good enough. You're not strong enough. Like, even though you're doing the work and you're in it every day, how do you step through it to solidify it and to build sovereignty within yourself? So you do show up every day, even though it's not always noticeable immediately. Yeah, it's a beautiful question because it's definitely something probably a lot of people are feeling on their journey. So, um, so here you you touch on something really important, like the emotional component, and the the conscious mind speaks language. The conscious mind can speak English, for example, right? The subconscious does not speak in language. It speaks in emotion and imagery. So when we are trying to like create a new behavior, a new pattern, we're trying to wire that in, what we actually have to be able to do is we have to communicate to our subconscious mind, which is where the problems are existing from. Because once we're observing and we're making you know, strategies to, to move through things, that's our conscious mind. We don't really suffer too much at that level. So it's our subconscious mind and those patterns that really need the help and the support and the healing. And so when we look at 
um, the, the pattern of like reprogramming there, if we don't have that emotional piece, then we can get really stuck. So for example, if you are going, okay, no, I'm going to change the narrative for, you know, why I'm accepted by people instead of I'm rejected by everybody, then we can't just say, like an affirmation and go, I am accepted. I am accepted. I am accepted. It doesn't do anything really. And that's why people have so much pushback with affirmations. We have to go, I am accepted. And then we need to find evidence and the evidence. If we look at a piece of evidence, we go, I'm accepted or I'm worthy of being accepted because I have this characteristic or I've had these friendships in the past. And I felt accepted. Then every time we give ourselves a piece of evidence, what that actually is, is it's an image. We think of an image in our mind and all images in our mind are memories and all memory is colored with emotion. So we think, oh, I have this nice quality, I'm friendly. And we think of the times we've met friends or been friendly and that contains emotion. And now we're actually using our conscious mind to speak to our subconscious mind. And the more we're doing that on a repetitive basis, the more naturally we're going to feel good doing the work because we're actually uplifting ourselves in the process. But then if we do get stuck, I always say to people, you have to make a, a, a pact in the relationship to yourself that everything you're going through when your intention is to heal is you have to treat yourself the way you would treat a child. If, if a child is going through something and they come home and they had a bad day and they're crying, you're not going to be like, what's wrong with you? You should have been better. You're not good enough. You're ruining everything. You would never do that. So why are we going to talk to ourselves in that abusive way? Why are we going to put ourselves down when we're having a bad day or if we're falling off or something like that? We instead have to be able to be like in full acceptance, in full compassion and kindness. We are human beings. We are going to go through different things. And we have to, to from a conscious perspective, choose every single time to be just gentle and compassionate to ourselves instead. And, and what I'm curious about is, you know, from your perspective and, and spending so much time and, and, and I could be wrong here, but I'm going to assume that I'm not in, in this position where your wants, needs, and interests are denied, understanding that everything that happens in your life for the most part is out of your control, especially within your youth and abuse, and then stepping into these chaotic situations as an adult and recognizing, okay, I'm doing some things right, doing some things wrong, but all of a sudden, or all, all the while being very much in a dissociative state. I believe, I'm leading somewhere with this, I believe that one of the most important things that we can do is learn to reestablish trust within our own body, because that is such a key cornerstone and baseline to this entire healing journey. How do you do that? I think I agree with you 100%. That is the root of where all my healing has come from, is reestablishing a connection to my own body and trust in its internal wisdom. And Honestly, I have to say I was able to get there because of quarantine, because I was able to have all this space and time to be by myself um, and to spend time with myself. And that was forced in the beginning. And I was so used to working myself into the ground and to staying constantly busy and to caring for other people. And I, I lost the relationship. I lost the job and then quarantine happened and it was very still and it was very quiet. And I spent so much time taking really long baths in the middle of the day, going for long walks and realizing how much more space I needed for myself to, to get to know myself again. And, and in that space and in that time is where I really found my path to healing. And I don't know if I would have found it otherwise, but I do think that it is something that is necessary time and space 
with yourself to build that relationship? How do you build a relationship of trust if you don't ever spend time with yourself? Literally when I stood in front of the mirror and I was like, Michael, what are you willing to do to have the life that you want to have? And for me, the words, no excuses, just results started just permeate my brain. Talk to me about the conversation that you were having internally with yourself in terms of your self-dialogue before and after the moment that you decided, you know what, I'm going to do something about this. Yeah. I mean, before it was pretty gnarly. I mean, I was just vicious to myself and I, I felt pretty hopeless up to that point. So yeah, I just, I thought I was absolutely irredeemably messed up and broken and unfixable and all of those things. And I thought, I honestly thought of myself as kind of a monster. Like there's just nothing that can be done. And I think after that moment, there was still a lot of that, but it became this equation where it was like, well, maybe that's true. We'll be right back, but I wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about the Think Unbroken six-week trauma healing coaching program. If you go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com, you can sign up for the six-week daily Think Unbroken Trauma Healing Coaching Program. In this program, we're going to go over the six principles of healing trauma, adaptation, understanding the impacts of trauma, how to become the hero of your own story, what to do next, and ultimately what it means to be unbroken. For more information about this six-week coaching program, which you can download as an app on your phone and take with you everywhere, no matter where you are in the world, it's interactive. It's built about giving you practical tools that you can use in real time. And if you're ready for what's next in your life, go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Again, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Now let's get back to the show. But if I operate under the assumption that that is the only possible truth, then I'm, I'm dead. Like I'm absolutely going to die. And so I have to at least try to consider, it's very hard to consider, but maybe try to consider that, that maybe that's not true. And if that's not true, then what do I need to do and sign me up? Cause I'm going to do it. So from that time I threw myself into, to group therapy, which was the first time I'd ever done that. That was a huge turning point for me because prior to that point, I was operating under the assumption that I was the only person who was, you know, this screwed up. And of course that wasn't true. And a lot of the experiences that I was having and a lot of my internal dialogue was unfortunately relatively common. And it wasn't until I started hearing other people talk about their experiences that I started to, to feel some sense of, okay, like maybe this is part of the human condition. Maybe this isn't just an iris fundamental flaw. And I think too, I, was very selective about what I shared with therapists and coaches up to that point. And by that, I mean, I didn't tell them pretty much any of the most important things that I probably should have told them. Cause I was like, no, they can't handle it. It's like too much, no point. I'm never going to fix it anyway. So I wasn't sharing those things. And then in group therapy, unless you're just sitting there plugging your ears, you're going to hear what other people are saying. And 
if they have similar experiences and you're listening to them getting feedback, you're, you're going to start to internalize some of that. So that's a huge part of the reason why I like to do group work is because it has this shame dissolving component. And then also, unless you're just not paying attention at all, you're going to be absorbing a lot from other people in the group. What is the correlation between trauma, whether that be physical, mental, emotional, i.e. abuse in youth or accidents or whatever that thing may be, and the correlation with the impact that the vagus nerve has on unregulation? So the, well, a lot of the research around the vagus nerve and certainly the polyvagal theory that Stephen Porges has brought forward is focuses a lot on how stress and trauma basically leave us in a state of fight or flight and that we're not able to get into that more relaxed, that calmer state. We know through that research that trauma always affects the voice and the breath. And your vocal cords and your diaphragm are horizontally oriented in the body. Your diaphragm is the muscle that you breathe with. And when people, nobody experiences stress or trauma of any kind, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, and has really beautiful arm swing when they walk. We all lock up, our trunks lock up. And so we really embody trauma on our transverse plane, on the plane on which we rotate. We embody trauma in rotation or in, through lack of rotation. So what I've developed over the years is this system of evaluating rotation head to toe in the body. And it's been really amazing to me uh, and I'm, and I really want to take this to research it on a bigger scale. How, when I see people that are really severely locked up at multiple joints in rotation, and I ask them if they're having suicidal thoughts or if they've, uh, you know, how their mental health state is, the answer is always either yes, I'm in having suicidal ideation or suicidal thoughts, sometimes suicidal planning, or I feel like I'm dying on the inside. So a number of years ago, I had a, a patient walk in and I got a phone call from a, a industry colleague. She's uh, in the fitness industry here locally. And she called me up and said, my friend really needs you. Can you see him? Like, how soon can you see him? And it worked out that I was able to see him that day. And I, I didn't have any information on what was wrong with him. I figured he hurt his back or something like that. And so he comes into my office and he had an acute situation where that left him in a, uh, hallucinogenic state and he couldn't make eye contact with anyone because their faces were melting. And this had been going on for several days and he had tried to get help in other ways and he just couldn't get anybody to hear him, to listen to him, you know? And so, uh, I 
listened to his whole story. You know, this was something that at the time I had zero experience in treating people that were in that kind of acute onset hallucinogenic state. And he, uh, and so I contacted the psychiatrist that I know, you know, I was, you know, my initial response was like, oh, this is not in my wheelhouse, but it was very clear to me that it was not the right thing to turn him away either. So I got him set up uh, with help outside of my office. And then and I said, well, you know, I'm going to decompress your vagus nerve while you're here and we'll, um, you know, and hopefully that'll at least make you feel a little bit better. And he was, I would say that he was not even in vagus nerve decompression. He was in vagus nerve lockdown. And you wouldn't have imagined that his rotation was that limited based on how he walked. But as a physical therapist, one of the things that I know how to do is check people's uncompensated range of motion. So I can tease out where they're cheating and where they're not cheating. And we are all masters of compensation. We are very, very clever beings and we will all take the path of least resistance for movement. So it was not so much like he was walking like Frankenstein or anything like that. You would have thought he was moving fairly normally when he walked. But when I went in and isolated his upper neck range of motion and his trunk range of motion and even looking at his hip rotation and his uh, tibial rotation, which tibia is your shin bone, it was all gone. Like it was just minimal, minimal, minimal amounts of range of motion there. And I took him through my, I did all of my vagus nerve decompression techniques on him. And I, uh, and I will say I showed up not only with my technical skills, but I really showed up also with my softer intuitive skills. And it really taught me a lot about bringing all of myself to the table and not segmenting myself as a clinician or between my personhood and my clinicianhood, between my soft and my hard skills, because that has been, a, uh, I think, a, a challenge for me over the years in terms of integrating those. But he, at the end of our session, you know, an hour, hour and a half later, 90% of his hallucinations were gone. And he texted me later that night and said, Melanie, you saved my life and not in the cute kind of way. I was planning on killing myself tonight. And now I feel like I can go forward. Unbroken Nation, hope that you just got a tremendous amount of value from today's episode. I want to know what you think. Please do me a favor and review, rate, and share the episode with three friends on social media today. It would mean the world if you did, because ultimately at the end of the day, creating community and connection is how we heal generational trauma in the world. And I need your help to do that on Broken Nation. So if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are, please like comment, share, review. I want to know not only what you like about the show, but how I can make the show better, how I can make this further about helping you on your healing journey. So do me a favor. And when you do shoot me a screenshot of you making the review to my DM at Michael Unbroken on Instagram so that I can have a conversation with you, say hi, and more importantly, so I can share it with the Unbroken Nation. Thank you so much, my friend. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. 
I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.